Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. And welcome back into the Canicuck Institute podcast. Uh, Keith Chancy, Chad Hamps with you today. We are, Keith, continuing to talk about this wonderful series on spiritual gifts. Uh, today we're talking about the spiritual gift of giving. And uh, excited to talk about this because I think giving goes so much further beyond than maybe what we think about when we think about giving money or tithing. Uh, it's something really much greater than that, Keith, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot more, Chad. You know, just sitting here thinking, you know, uh, one of my favorite people in the world, and he'll, he'll love that I give a little shout out to him, is a guy named Tom Nelson. And Tom Nelson says, man, I love giving spirit people because they sure make our church work. You know, and that's so true. <laughs> Because, you know, without the people that had the gift of giving, you know, a lot of things that happen today, parachurch ministries, church ministries, you know, ministries, period, don't work. And they, they can't operate because it does take funds to make things work. And it takes God's people believing in the cause behind what's going on that makes these ministries work. So mm. I'm very thankful that, you know, for those people out there that have this gift that go, you know what, Chance, I've always wanted God to bless me so I could bless others with. That's good. That's really yeah. good. Give it. Give us a, a word picture, a definition, if you will, of what do, what does a gift, the person with the gift of giving, look like? You know, many contrary to what popular belief is, that these people usually don't look like what you think they'd look like. Yeah, they're not always the wealthiest in the room. No, in fact, proper giving is that. You know, um, I love what Matthew said in Matthew six. He says, "When you give, you know, don't get attention to yourself." You know, don't you don't want to do it so people notice it because then your reward has already been given in full. So you don't want to lose your reward before you ever give your reward because you say, hey, everybody look at me because look how much I'm giving. Yeah. You know, I gave this million dollars over here. I gave that. But he's showing us that the picture of a person that gives is that they're humble and they are just in a belief of what God has given to them through their gifts, their financial supports that they want to give to others to make that ministry or that whatever it is they've given to really be successful for the kingdom. It's good. Wow, what a great picture that is. Um, it feels like uh, the gift of giving has maybe some commonality with the gift of mercy in that they are able to see a need, but maybe in a different way than the gift of mercy. The gift of mercy can see mm -hmm. somebody that's hurting or going through tough times. The gift of giving really identifies like, I think these people need this yeah. or, the, you know, we need to put time and effort into helping this. I, am I seeing that accurate? You're probably seeing that real well, Chad, you know, because one of the things I've had the privilege of doing for a long time, and I call it a privilege, is being a fundraiser. For intents of, of purposes, I say that word F-U-N, not F-U-N-D. Yeah. I'm a fundraiser that is out there trying to establish helping our ministry, but at the same time helping other ministries. You know, people always say, Chance, will you help our ministry? And, and always willing to help people in their ministry. What I realize as people that have gift is that most of the people that I talk to that have this gift of giving, they also have a gift of discernment. They're also very good with money. Mm. They also understand uh, they're disciplined. They're hard workers. They didn't just inherit this money, most of them. But what they did is they, through hard work and abilities, utilizing and maximize their gifts, maybe administration and some of the things they have to in order to make money, they used their gifts and they made money. But then when they give that money away, they don't just flippantly give it away. 
as given thrown out on the street, but they say, you know what? God, give me the people mm. and the ministries that I need to give to. That's good. I love how you drew it. To, it's really spirit led. Yes, it it's is. not just like oh, the Salvation Army's asking for this, right. and you know, I got all these letters in the mm-hmm. mail. People are giving. It's literally an ability to go. There is a need there. Maybe not even being asked, but they have spirit led ability yeah. to see need mm-hmm. and then to move. And what I love about people and have some people in my life that are are truly mm-hmm. have that gift of giving mm-hmm. is cost is not an, an issue right. for a giver. Like. They see a need. There's an excitement to mm. give. Not not even mm. a oh man, but mm. but a I can't believe mm. we get to be a part of this. Yeah. And and they give out of not only their abundance but actually mm. sacrificially. Mm. We we were talking about this a little bit earlier. There's so many great stories yeah. in the New Testament of abundant giving. Give us your favorite. You know, I, I've got two people that just really stand out to my mind. And one, it's the the widow mite, the woman that. She, we do not know what her name is. She has complete anonymity where, yeah. where no one knows. But what they do know about this woman is that she gave her two widow mites. She gave all that she could. And I go, man, I love that type of person that you don't know anything about them other than they gave. And, you know, it's kind of a great picture for us to see that, you know, God sees your sacrifice and he made this woman a woman that would be forever seen. Yeah. She gave and would be immortalized as that woman. Only she knows who she was. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. When you think of people that um, are great givers in this world today, and, and, you know, it's interesting to go, who are those people that come to your mind? Well, I like to think they're people like the widow's mite, and they're people like Epaphroditus in, in Philippians 4, that it says that because... Many times Paul says that you guys came to me and you gave me money. Epaphroditus was the the guy that got the money, brought it to him, and paid for Paul to be able to live in this prison cell. Yeah. And so he's thanking for the money that was given him by the Philippian church. Epaphroditus was his messenger. And but yet you see, Epaphroditus is not name. And all he did was bring the money. And Paul says, I'm thankful for him. Yeah. And I go, you know, there should be a great thankfulness for those that bring the money to our ministries that allow us to operate. Yeah. I want to be a Epaphroditus that I go, man, I do uh, bless others and, and I want to carry the money to a ministry as I hear. I hope you all do better. I was thinking about a guy, you know, in our ministry here at the Institute. He did not want me to ask him. He didn't want me to or he wanted he maybe he wanted me to ask him. But he didn't want anybody to know. And he would send money to us and didn't want anybody to know, wanted us to be secretive. He won't even go out and buy himself his another shirt. Yeah. He has the means, he has the abilities, but his gift is to give, it's not to receive. It's an amazing he made a lot of money working very hard. He was excellent at what he did, and yet he won't buy for himself but he will give to others. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. And when I see that and his humility, I am so blessed. And we've been so blessed here in the Institute with those that say, whether it be a widow mite type person that can give their $10 a month to the Institute, we go, are you kidding me? I mean, we, you know, we just celebrated, you know, Giving Tuesday. Yeah. And, and, and people were giving to the Institute and ministries around the world that they felt compelled to give to. And so everybody at that moment had a gift 
But was it a true gift of giving? Whereas the person has a true gift of giving, they believe in the cause behind it and they want to stay involved in that ministry. That's good. One of the aspects about that Philippian story that yeah. I so love is, you know, Epaphroditus brings the gift, the, the church at Philippi supporting them. Yeah. They're, they're not even supporting them no. to do work for their mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. They're, they're sending him out yeah. to other churches yeah. and supporting him. And yeah. what, what a great picture for us as the body of Christ to go, are we supporting people or ministries with an expectation mm. to be blessed by that ministry? Right. Or are we simply seeing the need and the calling of that ministry and going, I believe in that. I'm going to give you the money, and I trust you to use it for That's gospel right. purposes. Mm. And what a cool deal. What a cool deal. And, you know, even with as you say that, you know, Paul even says there in that passage of, in verse 18, he says that, guys, when Epaphroditus had been given this money, and he brought it to the Philippian church, to the jailers, and uh, now it says he calls this giving a fragrant aroma, mm. ex- an acceptable sacrifice, a well-pleasing to God. And he says, and my God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and his glory. Which everybody knows that part all of the world. All right, we want that. Yeah, yeah. And yet the thing is, is God brings people in our lives that somehow God put it in their heart because I believe that a person with the gift of giving is able to understand that God is moving in them and he moves them to the ministry that he wants them to give to. It's really interesting. You know, we always kind of think, are we really pawns in this world? I think we're spirit-moved people when we walk in the spirit that are going to give to the ministry that God so desires for us to be given to. Yeah, you, you mentioned something that triggered a thought from a teacher that has come in for years, but I remember him saying about the gift of giving is that a person with the gift of giving will never lack means mm, to give. That's right. And that doesn't mean they'll have $100 million. It no. just means that God will always provide yeah. an abundance and they will always steward their money so well uh, that they're able to give. Yeah. Let's um let's get to the heart of this a little bit because not everybody has the gift of giving. Mm-mm. Everybody has the responsibility to give. Mm-hmm. And um I love we were talking about the Sermon on the Mount and mm-hmm. you know Jesus deals with all kinds of mm-hmm. heart issues. He deals mm-hmm. with fasting, he mm-hmm. deals with worship, he deals with money. Um and and specifically in chapter 6 verse 3. I yeah. think you already touched on that yeah. passage, but would love to look at it a little bit deeper. It says, "But when you give to the poor, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is mm-hmm. doing. What does he mean? It, it, it almost sounds like a riddle. Well, what is he actually saying? There? You know, he's really trying to make sure that we understand that, you know, I don't want you to make yourself known to people that you gave. Yeah. You know, it's it's it's, it's as if he's saying, there's a sleight of hand here. I want you to give. I want you to put that money in that person's hand, but I don't want anyone to know what you've done. I don't want the right hand to know what the left hand just did. Yeah. And so you need to do it as in secret as you can, because when you let other people know what you've done and you toot your horn, not the people that you gave to need to know because they're thankful. But outside that, it's so easy for us to walk out and say, well, I supported that ministry. Yeah. You know, look at the new car I gave them. Uh, they're able to operate today because I gave. Well, you've already blown your reward. Yeah. And so that sermon and Jesus's whole idea of the Sermon on the Mount is empty of self. Yeah. He's making sure that we understand in chapter 5, 6, and 7 that we, as God's children, understand the only sacrifice that was good enough was Jesus. How good do you have to be? Perfect. 548. We can't be perfect. Right. So what's the deal? Jesus. Yeah. And so the reason we give is because of Christ. The reason we have the means to give is because of Christ. The reason I have two cents today is because of Christ. 
And what a lot of people want to do is say, no, I've worked hard for my money. God gave you the body and the means to work hard. And, and really the money. That's right. <laughs> and so what we... Please be careful out there if you're, you know, today kind of wrestling with this idea. You may be rich and you may have done very, very well. Be careful. God is, is who needs to be glorified here. Yeah. And I have to, I don't say that to you. I say that to me because I want to toot my own horn. I want people to know, Chancey gave this or that. And, and you go, or Chancey did this or Chad did that. And we exhort that. But the person that needs to be always exhorted, which is why that's called the Sermon on the Mount, it's yeah. the greatest story teaching ever given by the greatest preacher ever born, and his name was Jesus, and it's all about him. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I had the fun privilege this morning to do chapel for my kids <laughs> and um, for my the school my kids go to, and got to talk about humility. Mm. And um, I was just reminding the students, and and so true for when we're talking about spiritual gifts, but reminding the students that we never glorify the gift. Mm -hmm. We always glorify the gift giver. Mm -hmm. And when we have that right perspective, whether it's giving money, mercy, yeah. we're all operating out of the abundance. Yeah. We all are overflowing yeah. out of an yeah. abundance mm -hmm. of what the spirit's doing inside mm -hmm. of us. Some people's abundance might be money. Your abundance is encouragement. Jason's abundance is teaching yeah. and the spirit's doing this inside He's of using us. Using our gift. And we're just, it's just coming out of us because of the abundance. And yeah. just what a great reminder that um, our gifts are to glorify God, yeah. not ourselves. You know, Chad, and as I think about that, because, you know, one of the things we do is we see that the gift of giving is such a beautiful gift because it allows many, many ministries to, to, to flourish and grow. But the negative to giving is that you maybe do want recognition. You maybe work really hard, uh, you maybe neglect people around you. Or even critical of the ministries you might give, mm -hmm. give to. Yeah, mm -hmm. And you have to be very, very careful that everything about your giving is that you give just because God told you to. And you don't ask anything in return of it. And you say, I gave you this because I believe in what you're going to do with God's giftingness, and I believe in that. And so... I, I'm thankful that I understand that. I'm thankful that the scriptures teach me that because when I understand that, it allows me to operate in a better lane. That I love people better. I'm not asking people to give in the sense of, I'm not always becoming a bother to people that then, oh, here comes Chancey. He's going to ask us to give to his yeah, ministry because yeah. that's not what I want to do. I want the spirit to move in you and I want us to have a relationship that you want to give back to what God has done in your life. Yeah, that's good. If you're listening today, just encourage you whether you have the gift of giving mm. or not, give out of the abundance. Right. Um, like the widow's might. Mm. She gave sacrificially. She Great did. reminder. Uh, whatever you're involved in, whatever ministries, nonprofits, whatever you, you have the opportunity, uh, the Lord has greatly blessed mm -hmm. us. And mm -hmm. we have a privilege and an opportunity to give to His glory. Mm -hmm. And so we're really, really excited you've joined us once again for our uh, series on spiritual gifts. We're going to keep traveling. Got a couple more to go still. Praise and, God. Um, we, we're, we'll be excited to be with you next time here on the Kanakuk Institute podcast. See you next time. God bless. <laughs>